Hello there. Uh, good morning. This is Joe Cameron uh, of Redmain with Julian Muller. Good morning. Good morning, Joe. <laughs> How are you doing? Very good, thank you. <laughs> this is our Redmain Halfway Hut, uh, where we talk about all the concepts that overlap between leadership uh, and golf. So hello, I hope you're well and I hope you enjoy our podcast. Today we're talking about the myth of keeping your head down, a well-known phrase in golf and at work. Um, so we're going to be talking about that today because uh, it's very important actually to keep your head up and move. Um, so Julian, in golf there's this bit of a myth, a global myth, isn't it, about keeping your head down. Do you actually know where it originated from or what? We've really been successful in trying to find out where it came from, have we? <laughs> no, no idea where it came from, but it is spoken all over the world amongst golfers mm. and it's one of our first deadly don'ts. Yeah, so the easiest swing in golf, positive impact golf is the name of the sister, the book, isn't it, which yeah. Brian invented. Yeah. One of the deadly don'ts is... It's don't uh, keep your head don't down. Don't keep your head down. Right, yeah. why? It, it stops body movement, very very simply. Um, and through the research that, uh, that we've done and uh, that you've done, uh, I think we're going to probably get people to understand why. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to the actual physical weight of the head. Yeah. Well, five kilograms is the head weighs five kilograms, which is eight percent of your body weight. Yeah, that's a seriously heavy bit of kit, isn't it? So if you're keeping it still, it's going to restrict your movement, isn't it? it? it uh, well, it kills golf swings. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a terrible thing to but do. But what yeah. do people say when they come to you and you go, right, okay, this is a deadly don't, which is like just all over the world, in golf, people say keep your head down and you're telling them not to. What do they say? They must think, well, that's a bit weird because that's what everybody tells you to do. What, what we love to do is either prove or disprove things. Mm. Uh, so we, we tend to ask questions to start off with to find out what they believe. Mm. And when they say to me, you've got to keep your eye on the back of the ball, keep your head down, I then get them to hit shots with their eyes shut. Yeah. First and foremost. And um, of all the people that I've, I've tried this on, nobody's missed a golf ball. Mm. So it's not factually true that you have to look at the ball to hit it. And then we get people to move their head uh, towards the target before they've even struck the golf mm. ball. And very commonly, they strike it better, longer and straighter. Mm. Um, and it's just really the, the power of of people's belief saying you must keep your head down to hit it but how much it stops the body moving yeah. naturally it's a terrible thing and it can lead to injury as well can't oh, it massive neck injuries lower back mm. uh, left knee Knees, quite commonly yeah. in golf swings yeah yeah i mean you only have to look at tiger how injured he is mm. um and I'm, I'm not saying it's his head that was was the issue yeah. but um one of our other deadly notes is don't keep your foot down and that was um mm. it's one thing he's always done so yeah Wow. Um, so you're saying uh, before you strike the ball, look towards your target, and, and, and you say, it's about your eyes as well, isn't it? Not yeah. just about your head, but your eyes. The eyes become laser-focused on the golf ball with most golfers, and um, they, that really stops them moving. But the ideal scenario is as soon as you strike the ball, go with it. Mm. Don't, uh, d- don't wait for that. Um, for the club to pass the body just go with it as soon as you strike it off you go yeah. but the laser fo- I love that love that love that um, word about being laser focused I love that because don't you find once you become laser focused on the ball like any target the doubts creep in yeah. <laughs> you think oh my life I'm going to miss it so increase the doubts so yeah. you're less likely to hit it because you get so laser focused on hitting the ball rather than achieving your target yeah and, and people just don't realise how restrictive it is doing that yeah. Yeah, it's a terrible thing to do so we're saying, move your head, move your eyes. What about that little experiment that you do with people moving their eyes? If we get so no, so listen. Not if you're driving, don't do this now. But there's a little experiment, isn't there? You can yeah, do. If, um, when you've got a minute. If you stand up tall mm. and turn either to the right or to the left, facing forward, see how much your body can rotate. 
Then allow your eyes to move around in the same direction that you're turning and just see how much further you're able to turn. Mm. Um, quite common, at least 45 degrees more rotation mm. once you let the eyes go. So everybody says it's the head, but the head is the thing that they see, but it's the actual eyes, your eyes. Um, are, the, are the things that stop you moving, yeah. And if you've got more rotation, then what? And you're going to hit the golf ball further, basically. Mm. Yeah. Um, I did that experiment, didn't I, with the eyes, and I could get substantially further. And yeah. in yoga, our yoga teacher is always saying, you know, to get more from your, especially like the twist that we do in yoga, yeah. um, to get more from your twist, move your eyes, yeah, because I'm doing it now. I know you can't see me, this is a podcast, <laughs> but I am actually doing it now, like experimenting with my eyes, uh, moving around. And I you reckon can get more I could from your get, body. I reckon I could get close to 260, 270 degrees of rotation mm. if I allow my feet to move freely. Yeah moving my eyes than if I keep my eyes fo uh, focused on a point in front of me. And if you move freely, what else happens then to, you got to the golf? You, you, well, you're going to hit the ball further, but you're going to move much more efficiently mm. as a human being. Um, we're not designed to keep things too still when we're, when mm. we're doing a throwing action. So, I love yeah. that, what you say about throwing action as well, because that was another thing that you said, wasn't it, about um, you know if you were throwing something... Explain the, the analogy there between if you're throwing something well, and the golf swing. Pe people, or I'm going to say um, golfers initially and then teachers have, have analysed the golf swing to death mm. and they measure angles. I mean, there's, mm. there's so many clever measuring devices out there now that, and it even measures the amount of pr down pressure through your feet to within a one degree. Now, really? if you're starting to think about those things, like my body must stay still one more degree than it's been used to, mm. one degree is nothing. Six, six degrees is one mm. second on a clock face. It's, yeah. it's nothing, really. So if you're becoming paranoid with a degree, you are not going to swing that golf club freely, mm. no question about it. So mm. you've got to um, really... Uh, what, we, what we love to, to try and do is is prove the simplicity of the golf movement. Which is the, like the, the throwing action. The throwing action, yeah. Because you and get people to do that as well, don't you? Yeah, and in theory, that's a complex movement. You've got to have it, uh, you've got to release the whatever you're throwing at the right time, the right trajectory, at the right speed to hit target. And yet we can all do that instinctively. Would you advise people to do that then? I have think a practice it's a great practice thing. Yeah. throwing stuff. Yeah, and, and, and start... Not, not just stuff, like, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't just throw stuff at anybody. No, but, not. you know, out somewhere in the open. Definitely. And, and just realise how talented you are as a human being. You don't need to measure these things too much. Yeah, there's a lot of lot of things now in golf. You use what's called a laser measuring device, mm. and and people will measure it from like 22 yards. It's just that far. It's just 22 yards. Use your eyes. They're yeah. much much more powerful than anything else. Do you know what I think? All that though, that um, it all panders to the chimp, doesn't it? In your head. Yeah. You know yeah. The, that great book called The Chimp Paradox, which yeah. is basically the thing that talks you out of doing things. The chimp, doesn't it? It panders to that. Yeah, if does. you're about to hit the ball and you're thinking about your angles and your pressure and your degrees and all that sort of stuff, yeah. you're almost going to talk yourself out of doing anything. Well, you do, and, and then it becomes uh, a place to go to for an excuse. Yeah. So often you see that. Oh, yeah, but I didn't, my glutes weren't firing today. Guess what? <laughs> Probably People some, say that, yeah. Yeah, Tiger Woods used to say that all the oh, time. Oh, we did. Yeah, oh, yeah. right, OK. But then, and then everybody goes, yeah, we'll, we'll follow those things, yeah. And I've got to dial my wedges in now. What's that? Well, what the hell does that mean? What it really means is I need to make sure I'm hitting in the right distance. 
Oh, just pra- just practice variable distances. Don't just go eighty yards with a three quarter swings. Go seventy five yards with a something different with a different. What club we're saying swing. is keep it you simple, isn't yeah, it? Keep, it, keep simple. it simple. Your body and, and is built for golf. Like you always said to me, your hands are built for golf. Yeah, they are. Because they've got natural yeah. line. <laughs> yeah, they have. Yeah, um, but yeah, just just. The, the, like we said, there's a lot of people making a lot of money out of making this game yeah. more technical, and I'm not sure you need to be doing that. Well, you've got six principles, haven't you? And that's Wait, it. Yeah. Six principles, three deadly don'ts. And anybody can understand them. I mean, I know yeah. them off by heart now, don't I? Because I'm yeah. in the brain. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, from the YouTube. But, but if those principles really turn into a feeling. Yeah. So we don't want people to go away with six yeah, swing thoughts. We yeah, want yeah. To, them to go away with a feeling. Yeah. Uh, Which is more confidence, more relaxed, more belief in themselves. Yeah, got, we, I mean, you've had a really fascinating week this week, haven't you? Oh, because you've week. had that guy ring up. Um, he's two hours away, which is basically... He's, he's injured, wants to stop golf, hasn't he? And he's coming. He's in his and he's 70s. he's really inspired again now. He's excited uh, about coming again, isn't he? Yeah. He's going to he, get his golf back. He, he is going to get his golf back. Wow. But he, he doesn't know that he's going to yet. Uh, and I'll, I'll wow. guarantee he'll be keeping his head down. He'll be yeah. keeping his left arm straight. And he'll be keeping his left foot on the floor. Because yeah. he's injured in his knees and his hips and in his shoulders. And they're the first places we go to. Okay, let's mm. either prove or disprove whether you're doing mm. it right or wrong. And, and very common. I'll just get him moving naturally again. And that other guy said as well, hadn't he? He'd been, yeah. um, he'd so been the, in, at, like, in the States or something, because you've got this, uh, some people um, in the States on the online uh, yeah. program, haven't you? Yeah, and, and they, you know, they fully believe, because t- I would say um, technical teaching in America is far more prominent than it is in the UK. Yeah. And we're pretty technical over here, and they—they're like they're just drowning in in this technology bath yeah. that we need to start to to ease off really. And, Are you and drowning in the technology bath? Do you know yeah. what? That's a really good lead in. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know because we uh, you know obviously we're talking about the golf, but how then it relates um, to leadership as well? Because what we've yeah. discovered, um, you know, is about your posture and how it affects your working life as well. So I've got some um, facts and figures for you, right? I love um, these. Yeah, <laughs> it's really good, isn't it? Brilliant. Because the um, there's a really, really, really um, famous TED Talk, if you're into your TED Talks. If you're not, Google it, because they're brilliant. They're 20-minute talks of like leading experts around the world. But there's a very, very well-known one by a lady called Amy Cuddy, yeah. who's like a body language expert. But she's not just talking about body language. She talks about how it affects your mood and your state of mind. So I've been teaching this stuff for a while. Um, but basically, one of her favourite things is when you stand up tall in what they call a power posture, uh, it actually changes the chemistry in your brain. So it pushes testosterone up, which makes you feel braver, and your cortisol, which is stress hormone, down. So it changes the chemistry of your brain just by the posture that, that you're adopting. So I've been teaching that stuff for years uh, with some success, which is brilliant. Um, but then she's moved on to talk about other things, which I find fascinating, um, which relates um, to something called... Um, well, it relates to technology, actually, and how our postures are all now being um, negatively affected by technology. So um, apparently our addiction to mobile phones is called nomophobia. Mm. So this addiction to iPhones is negatively affecting our mood and our posture. And, um, and she's created something called iHunch. Right. Okay. iHunch. So that's the that hunch from that the, you get. from the iPhone? Yeah, from right, using okay. your iPhone. Yeah. Well, so, have, you ever, have you ever seen a winner walk around with his head down? Never. Or her down. No, Sorry, that's right, down, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. But the head down thing at work, people often use that when they're busy or yeah. when they're under, you know, oh, it's really busy at work, I've just got to keep my head down. Yeah. Well, the damaging thing about keeping your head down is that you're only going to see what's in front of you. You're not going to see the broader picture. But it will affect your mood. And they've done um, a lot of research to work out how negatively it affects your mood. 
So in 2015, um, the Health Psychology Journal um, did some experiments on 74 people. Yeah. And, um, and they were randomly either sat upright or slumped, and they were actually strapped into the chairs in these postures. Um, but they found that um, research concluded that in, with your good posture, in the face of stress, um, they could maintain their self-esteem, um, their mood was improved, and they had an increased rate of speech, and that uh, reduces the self-focus. So when you're sitting upright in a good posture, you're going to feel so much better about yourself. It's not, it's not rocket science, is it? But until it's made out... made. Uh, it's not rocket it's, science. No, no. It's, it's not. not rocket science. But the, the issue is, is that we've all got so um, hooks on our technology that our postures have become really bad. Yeah. So we're like leaning forward in this mode. So it's actually proven it can make you sad, it can make you anxious. And um, I mean, if I, if I was you, if you're, if you're listening to this, don't take our word for it. <laughs> sit up. Yeah, just sit up and see if you feel any better. <laughs> yeah, bad. lift your head up and, get, and stand tall yeah. and see if, it, see if you feel any different. But, but the issue is as well, you see, when you're leaning forward, because your head's so heavy, we said it's five kilograms. Yeah. Um, so it's 8% of your body weight. So if you're a scientist and engineer like I am, right, um, you'll know that if you're leaning forward, your head's going to get heavier by yeah. the science, by the very nature of that science. So every time you lean forward 60 degrees, the stress on your neck is increased by 60 pounds. That's incredible. So for every extra inch you move your neck forward, there's an extra 10 pounds of weight added on. Jeez, no wonder these uh, so you're golfers tired, are struggling, aren't you? Yeah. You're going to get yeah. tired. Well, golfers gonna... are so, so commonly shattered by hole 15, 16. Well, if you're keeping your head down, that's and why. And if they're doing it, yeah, that is not going to help, is it? Because so, it's going to go God's up. God's sake, start moving your head. It's gonna, yeah, well, I think, I think you've got the point here, move your head. Because uh, basically, it's going to get heavier, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. The further forward you have your head, um, it's going to get heavier. So as leaders, what I'm suggesting is, as a leader, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, it can get tough being a leader sometimes, and you can feel down yeah. if the manager's giving you a load of um, grief from the top and you're getting it from the middle as well. It's called the sandwich, um, a sandwich profession in the middle, and I've yeah. been there as a middle manager. So you get pressure from above and you get pressure from below, and sometimes you feel like you're not winning anywhere. So if you ever get like that, you've got to get up. Get you've up, got move, to shift your yeah. posture, yeah. close your laptop, put your iPhone away, Sit up straight, your breathing will get better, you'll lose less energy because your head's not leaning forward. Um, and check out Amy Cuddy's um, TED Talk because it's brilliant. Great idea. Do you know the other thing is that apparently um, asthma and heart disease begin in your neck. Oh, right, okay. So if you're putting well, your neck under pressure, on, yeah. if you're putting your neck under pressure, um, it's obviously going to affect your brain negatively. Yeah, definitely. Fascinating, isn't it? Um, so, move your head. Move your head, yeah. <laughs> the other study in 2010 uh, was in Brazil. Uh, examined posture and body image in people with major depressive or disorders. And over 10 weeks, um, 34 of the participants with depression um, were matched with 37 healthy volunteers, and they both had their postures assessed. And they found um, that in the patient's posture, when it changed, um, when they were in their depressive mode, their heads were actually leaning forward more. And it increased their um, dissatisfaction with their body image. Amazing, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. So if you're uh, if you're playing bad, stop looking at the grass and start looking at the sky. That's what yeah. I say. Yeah. <laughs> How true is that? Yeah. Um, stop looking at the grass. Look at your target. So that basically that's our tips, isn't it? Really, our five yeah. tips are. So yours is. What's your top tip? Um. I think if I was you, I would start to really understand how 
not moving something, certainly not moving a part of your body, your your head in, in golfing terms, dramatically affects your movement. Yes. So start to learn that and, and experiment. Yeah, with it. experiment. That's what we're always saying Definitely. on these in yeah. these podcasts, Nothing's isn't it? Hard you know, first. exactly. Just get out, get experiment. You know, if it goes horribly wrong, just experiment again, isn't it? Just keep yeah. going. But what, what we're saying is, scientifically, keeping your head down is going to make you tired. It's going to make you too laser focus. Your chimp's going to come in yeah. because you're looking down, aren't you? Yeah, and the golf course is a beautiful place, isn't it? It's a very nice place to be. Yeah, yeah. Look around. We're yeah. recommending people hit the ball with their eyes closed as yeah. well. Again, and what, yeah, and we what's on the other side of too much? You know, yes, you can always do something too much, but how do you know until you've got there? What's on the other side of too much? Yeah. yeah. Same as what our yoga teacher says. What's on the other side of boredom? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going because you never know what's on the other side of boredom. Um, so yeah, and I'm saying uh, before you start work. Remind yourself of where you're going and what you're doing, rather than just hitting the um, rather than hitting the the iPhone and the laptop straight away, and uh, and stand up and move around. Yeah. Get your head. St- they they say it varies really on the research about what's a good posture. A lot of people say sit up straight. Some people say sit at 135 degrees, sort of leaning back. Yeah. However, if you've got your computer to lean into. Um, it's going to give you back and neck ache. Yeah. Nobody look, look says at, look, lean forward. Look at standing up desks, I say. Yeah, I know. Human beings are meant to stand up, aren't they? They're meant to run as well. It's called bipedal motion. Oh, right. Okay. Your legs. Yeah, human beings are meant to move with bipedal too. I'm bipedal. good at walking. You are good at walking. <laughs> um, so what you got on this week? More walking. More walking. Yeah, new new guys coming this week. Yeah. Um, it's going to, yeah, it's going to be really exciting You've got a captain, week. a county captain as county well on board now? County captain uh, has started to come. He's struggling with uh, pains in his body. He doesn't think he'll be able to play past 50 wow. if he keeps doing what he's doing and uh, wants to find an easier way of swinging the golf club. So yeah. we're going to help him. And then this week, I'm seeing uh, three different venues for our launches. Uh, so we're launching uh, in Warwickshire on the 30th of June, dates for your diary at the Ardencote. Uh, we're launching down the Oxfordshire on the 19th of May uh, and then got some more conversations with people. So it's all exciting stuff, isn't it? It is. There's a lot happening. And we've got to do a lot sitting up and standing up yeah. and keeping moving about and keeping moving about. What are we doing at the weekend? It's Bank Holiday again. Bank Holiday, another one. I know, another one, yeah. We've got some homework to do for the little one, haven't we? Uh, yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to struggle with that one. <laughs> <laughs> you're under pressure now. We've put you under pressure. I have. I feel and it And well. we've got um, a couple of hours to ourselves because the little one's going to a party. Yeah. Well, I'm going to get up early, I think, on Sunday and uh, start. And start your little project. Start. start your little project. Yeah. But we've got a couple of hours to ourselves. What should we do? Don't know. Uh, go for a walk. Yeah, yeah, it's just what I need, that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll go for a walk and you can do something else. Yeah, I'll probably You can drink some be, wine. I'll probably still be doing this other, this other project. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, this is Joe Cameron and Julian Meller of Red Main Group. We hope you enjoyed the podcast today. Remember, you can tweet us uh, or email us, if you like, on info at redmaingroup.com. I'm Joe Cameron on Twitter. And you are Julian Meller Pro on Twitter. Uh, look us up, follow us. And uh, if you want to subscribe to the, um, the newsletter, go on to www.redmaingroup.com. So we hope to hear from you soon. Take good care. Have a lovely day. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.